Thanks for joining Parenting Chats with Laura. I'm mum of three, teacher and parenting coach, helping you to navigate the messy and the magical on your parenting journey. We know the baby, toddler and preschool years set the trajectory for your child's life. I'm going all in and not holding back and bringing you inspiration and strategies to help you to be the parent you want to be. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello everybody, it's Laura here. I am so grateful that you've managed to carve a little bit of time out of your day. Maybe you're going for a walk, maybe you're folding the washing, maybe you're just putting your feet up and having a coffee. Wherever you are right now, I'm so glad that you have chosen to come and join us for Parenting Chats with Laura because I feel like today it's all about exercise confessional. Like, (laughs) do you find it really hard to prioritize exercise when you're juggling the kids and the busyness of life, because I am fully putting my hand up today and saying I am feeling a whole lot of guilt about the fact this week I have not exercised at all. And I don't know about you, but when I do exercise, I really wish I did it more often, but I find it so hard to prioritize it. So if you're in that camp, you're going to love this podcast chat with Renee from She Moves Collective. Welcome, Renee. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. Um, your intro made me just get even more excited to to chat further. I know. I feel like I need to watch you on Instagram every day as just this boost to go, come on, Laura, get out of you the office and get <laughs> your butt outside or go do some exercise. Man, you're so motivating. Why don't you introduce yourself and let me know how you help people? Yes, sure. So hi, everyone. Um, my name is Renee Norman, and I am a mum of two, first and foremost. So I've got a little girl, Addison, who's four years old, turning five this year, which I just can't believe, and uh, a two-year-old, Brody. Um, and I'm a qualified personal trainer specializing in pre and postnatal exercise, and I'm one half of She Moves. So my business partner, Gina, she couldn't be here today. She's got a six-month-old baby, and we didn't think he would um, deal too well with hanging out in the wardrobe <laughs> this long. So you've just got me today. But basically, me and Jen uh, and our team of trainers, we help pregnant and postnatal mums kind of navigate exercise workouts safely from home um, and we do that by delivering 12 live workouts a week inside a closed Facebook group to just over two and a half thousand women at the moment uh, or two, two and a half thousand Kiwi mums all around New Zealand. That is incredible you must be making such a difference if you're impacting that many families that's amazing and if you're wondering why she's making reference to the fact she's in her wardrobe <laughs> it's because we find the sound is better if you are in a place that has lots of material now in my office I have a whole wall of nappies so I'm all good but Renee is in her wardrobe today so just as well we're not on YouTube and you can't see um all her clothes <laughs> Okay, so Renee, why did you want to even start She Moves? What what kind of motivated you to get started? Yeah, big question. Um, so myself and Jen were working in uh, kind of sport and recreation industry. I was at Sport Waikato, and Jenna was a physical education and health teacher at a secondary school. And we kind of always talked about starting something to do with exercise. At this point, we didn't have any children. Um, but we were really frustrated about the fitness industry um, and kind of the the perfectness of it all. And we wanted to do something that was a bit more real and a bit more fun and a bit more realistic. Uh, so we decided to combine our kind of passions and frustrations and uh, our business was born. At the time, it was called Real Health NZ and it was online workouts, pre-recorded and live um, and yeah, it, it started off really well. And then we got pregnant at pretty much exactly the same time I had our first two girls just three months apart and um, then we went through this really awkward phase of realizing that we knew absolutely nothing about postnatal exercise and how to return to exercise and we felt 
really lost and really upset that we didn't know what we were doing given that we were qualified we'd spent a combination of seven years at university studying exercise and we just had absolutely no idea uh, what to do so we looked at each other and said shit um, excuse my language uh, we better we better get get our heads in the books and we better start learning this stuff because we've got women um, that are looking to us uh, so that's exactly what we did we studied and studied and studied we've done many many papers over the last kind of four and a half years on pre and postnatal exercise and then we got so passionate about the topic that we pretty much reinvented our whole business we rebranded and now our, our core business is helping mums return to exercise after having a baby that's that the long story short no, that is great. I think it's amazing that, you know, you actually saw a need um, that came out of your own experiences. And I would say that was kind of my journey with the toilet training thing. You know, I'm a parenting coach yes. and I specialize in the behavior around toileting. And yes. at the time, I just really struggled with toilet training. And I just went and did all this research. And, and so I really understand the journey that you've been on where you see that need and you just want to make it better for other people who come behind you. You know, it's like yes. you're carrying the torch, aren't you? Or like, what can I do to make the people around me lives uh, easier yes. or, you know, more fulfilling, I guess. Yes, absolutely. And I'll probably like you, the more you learn, the more you want to share because you're like, oh, every mother needs to know this because it doesn't need to be this hard. And not every mum needs to experience um, X, Y, and Z because there's another way. Yeah. Now, after having a baby, what is the best way to start exercising again? Yes, good question. Uh, so the first thing we always say is wait a minimum of six weeks to get your medical clearance um, from your GP or your midwife. But then really just see that as the absolute baseline. I would say never, we always say never go back to doing what you were doing pre-baby straight away. Lots of women get the clearance at six weeks and it's the clearing in, in New Zealand is pretty and generally speaking is pretty casual and the six weeks check is more about the baby than the mum. Um, and what we're seeing is mums just going back to doing what they were doing pre-baby. So heading back to their boot camp class or, you know, doing um, CrossFit or whatever, running, heading out straight for a run at six weeks postnatal, which we would say, don't do that. Um, take your time, build slow and steady from the inside out. Um, and if you can, get yourself in to see a woman's health physio. So it's not, women's health physio is something I feel like we talk about a lot, but a lot of women don't know what a woman's health physio is. Um, but basically a woman's health physio specializes in um, pelvic floor and abdominal separation and any kind of issues that women are having pre and postnatal. Um, we always say, if you can get yourself in to have a warrant of fitness post postpartum just like we send our car in for a war on a fitness just to see what's happening with your pelvic floor you've you've grown and birthed a baby for nine months um, and get an understanding of what's happening with your abdominals as well fantastic you know when you um start exercising again is it really common for like your supply of milk to start reducing if you're a breastfeeding mother Good question. And it varies. Um, so the research suggests that moderate exercise won't, won't affect a woman's milk supply. But I say that, um, as I say that, I, I just want to point out that everyone is different. And for me, speaking for myself, I have I had a low milk supply. And as soon as I did start exercising, even though it was moderate, it did affect me. But that's just me personally. Most of the women that we work with do exercise moderately and not have any impact on their milk supply. As long as you're focusing on on your um, nutrition and your hydration you've got to replace the calories that you're burning and then obviously with your breastfeeding I think it's around 88% I want to say 88% but it may, it may I may not have that 100% right but 88% or something around that number is of your milk 
breast milk is water. So then you add in exercise and you're going to sweat. So you need to replace that fluid. So you want to be drinking well over two liters of water a day. But yes, it is. It's fine to exercise and breastfeed at the same time. Cool. So what's your favorite exercise for mums who have babies who are under four months old? You know, they're in that... I've, yeah. I've had a baby, but maybe I didn't go back to exercise straight away. Yes. Um, and I, I'm thinking I want to get out of the house or I want to start exercising. Have you got like a yep. favorite exercise for mums in that category? Yes, totally. I'll just say too in there, like there's, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on mums to start back exercising at that kind of six to 12 week mark. And I just want to say, you know, if you're not ready, if you're a first time mum and you're struggling or you've got a colicky baby or you know, all the challenges that can come with being a new mum or a second time or third time or fourth time mum, just drop the pressure on feeling like you need to start in those early days. Even lots of women don't start, you know, until the six six month, four month mark. So there's, yeah, just don't, don't feel any pressure and start when you feel ready. Forget what, you know, what the internet tells you or what anyone else tells you. Um, But going back to your question, sorry, Laura, on a sidetrack note there, um, best exercises would be walking, awesome getting out with the stroller getting out with your baby if it's not sleeping that's always a great one um stretching and mobility so as new mums we spend heaps of our time um pat pat shush shushing over the bassinet breastfeeding getting ourselves into compromising positions so just getting on the floor and really stretching everything out doing some mobility work is great and then of course you've got your pelvic floor exercises which ideally will be prescribed by a woman's health physio if you can get in to see one is it quite easy to find a physio or are they like hen's teeth? <laughs> uh, it, 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 it is. They're very booked out. There's, the, there's not enough of them in New Zealand, unfortunately. But generally, you can get in to see one if you, you've got to be prepared to wait for around, you know, four to six weeks. Um, if you are really keen to get back into exercise kind of as soon as you or as soon as you feel ready, then lots of women we work with will book their postnatal warrant of fitness when they're in their last trimester so the date's locked in and it might be for when they're 12 weeks or eight weeks postnatal that's such a good idea so if you're listening to this and you're pregnant right now make sure you book in with somebody so that you can get a time that's going to suit you it's totally Um, and even if you are uh, if you're experiencing any issues while you're pregnant um uh, a woman's health physio is a great person to have you know kind of on your team throughout pregnancy as well yeah, I actually had um, a, a gift voucher and I ended up getting a massage when I was in my third trimester. I think oh, it was with my son. And I was like, oh my goodness, this should be like compulsory for every pregnant woman every week should have yes. a massage. Yes. Yes. Because yes. you just, oh. I don't know whether what your experience was like, but I found with the whole system of having babies was that there was so much of a focus on the baby and what was happening yeah. with the baby. And it's like, you've just had a baby and all the stuff has happened to your body you know and it's just life-changing but nobody seems to have the same level of focus (laughs) yes I know it's it's just crazy and we've got such a long way to go haven't we I say to women um you think about if you were to have like any other surgery say like a knee surgery um the rehab and the support packaged around you is insane you know you've got physio you've got your surgeon that's going to check it multiple times you're going to have multiple physio sessions you're going to have this rebuilding plan around rehabilitation and then we have a baby which I feel like is way more hardcore when you bring a human into the world and we get absolutely none of that yeah I totally agree and I guess if you're listening to this podcast this is your message that you need to look after yourself because all the messages are 
focused on the baby and a hundred percent we focused on our baby but if we aren't also looking after ourselves in the process then how can we be the parent that we want to be for our baby because 100%. we're not going to have the energy or the you know um, be able to actually give ourselves to them when we're not in a great space ourselves and Absolutely. I think there's a huge um component of what you do yes there's an exercise component obviously but there's also the mental health component of you feel so damn good when you get out and you actually exercise and when you're feeling sleep deprived and you know it's the 24 7 nature of having a baby and they're just so dependent on you to actually get out and get into some sunshine and go for a walk it just makes all the difference to your mental health as well as your physical health you're so right. It really does. Um, exercise was a absolute saviour for me in those early days as a new mum, both times around. And yeah, like you said, the, the effects on your mental health, just getting those endorphins pumping through your body, even though most of the time you really don't feel like doing it. Um, I might always just say, put your shoes on and just walk out the door or just do your warm up and then see how you're feeling. Yeah. And I've got this thing on, if I wear my exercise gear I'm more likely to just pop my shoes on and go you know because I'm, yes. I'm almost there <laughs> yes you're halfway the halfway through the job yes you know when you are a mum who is really sleep deprived as we've yeah. all been through that journey yeah what do you say to mums who are feeling like that right now yeah and, and kind of feeling like I'm um, just too tired to exercise right yes uh, I think the biggest thing is, is just be kind to yourself it is a, a period of time that is so incredibly hard um, and then when it comes to your exercise, if it's something that you're ready and wanting to do, then put at the forefront of your mind that something is better than nothing. Um, you know, you, you don't have to be doing a 45 minute walkout workout or a or a 5k walk for it to count. Um, something's better than nothing. And even if you break your workout up, I know for me with um my first was very colicky and I felt like just even getting 20 minutes to do a workout was seemed impossible. But I, I got into the mindset of, okay, it's fine if I just break my workout up. So I would do like 10 lunges, 10 squats, and then maybe something else using the bench as an incline. And then I'd be like, okay, later on in the day when I'm cooking dinner, I'll do that round again. And eventually across the day, I might've had three or four little teeny mini, mini workouts but across the day, it all added up rather than putting the pressure on myself to do one bulk, um, you know, 30 minutes or 40 minutes of exercise. So break it up um, across the day. And yeah, just realizing that sometimes rest is more important. Um, but then also, also in the, the thick of it, exercise will give you more energy. And even on those days, like I've already said, you feel like it's the last thing you want to do. You never regret getting your heart rate lifted and getting a little bit hot and sweaty and moving your body. It helps so much. It clears your head. It's like a total mental reset. It totally is. I'm really curious though. How did you find it when you had your second child to actually fit exercise in? Because obviously you've got a baby and a toddler. How is it even possible for you to kind of get exercise (laughs) into your already very full and busy day? Yes. Yeah. It's not easy at all. I think the best thing is and and this is one of the things that that Jenna actually my business partner said to me she said Ren you've just got to embrace the chaos and embrace the fact that your workouts are going to be messy and set the kids up and just do it with them because when you're not with the kids you're working and that's not very often anyway when you've got a new baby and you just have to find you know the time you're never 
you're never going to find the time. You have to make it. And if the only way you can get it done is, you know, popping the kids with their snacks and their toys and just seeing how it goes, putting a special mat out for them um, and seeing if they'll get involved a little bit. But yeah, it's just embracing the chaos. I mean, we've got um, at the moment, for example, Jenna is taking our uh, postnatal workouts she's got a six-month-old baby a lot of those workouts end up with her holding the baby in her arms doing the workout or breastfeeding during the workout and it's just about embracing the chaos because if you wait for that perfect time as a mother chances are that perfect time's never going to come unless you're willing to wait until they're 18 and they've left home <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's about starting as you mean to continue really eh? because yeah, totally you, you always have this like myth that you're going to have more time yeah, but you're not. <laughs> you yeah. just got to make time. And I always had this thing of if I I wouldn't. I think there's a, a you hear a lot on the internet. You should get up before the kids wake up and do exercise. Yeah. But yeah. when you have a new baby, or you know your kid is say under one, that's actually a really yes. big ask for most people. Oh, unless you really are genuinely a morning person. Yes. For most of us, we stay up way too late because you know, by the time we've got the kids to bed, we've got to get all this stuff done. We want to have yeah. some time to relax ourselves. We stay yes. up too late. And then yep. the thought of getting up before the kids get up. I mean, heaps of our kids are waking up at like five o'clock in the morning. Oh, I mean, you're not going to get up and exercise before them. No, no. I actually tried that. And um, it was um, my New Year's resolution last year. I was like, right, I'm going to get up early. And I'm going to like have a little bit of time to myself and blah, blah, blah. And then I would find that I would be like so nervous getting out of bed that I would stand on the wrong floorboard or like I couldn't turn the tap on to have a drink of water because that would start the water pump. And then the girls would wake up because of that. And I was just, I think I tried it for a week and I was like, this is ridiculous. Right. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> doesn't make me feel so bad because you're like a personal trainer and you can't do it. So what hope is there for us lazy No, no. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some can, but um, yeah, it didn't work out so well for me. Yeah. I mean, I found, because I had a, a baby that had really bad reflux and oh, um, it was really hard yakka. And in fact, as he's growing up, he's actually still got reflux. So I think that he just was always going to have reflux right oh. and um he used to just cry and cry and cry um but what I found really helpful was to actually just um even being in the buggy wasn't good because it would like move his tummy around and you know oh. that would make him cry but if I yeah. had him up in the front pack with me like if I had him in yeah. a swing or whatever and just yeah. go for a walk oh my yeah. goodness it was life-changing because yes yeah, there yeah. was a period of time where it was like, man, I just feel like I'm stuck at home with a crying baby all the time. Yeah. But yeah. I actually made it part of my routine because I found myself looking at the clock for about yeah. 3 to 5 p.m. waiting for my husband to come home going, yeah. when is he coming home? I just need to make it till 5 o'clock. I can make yeah. it till 5 o'clock. Yes. And I just remember clock watching going, this is actually not a good thing. No. And, you know, if I could get out at 3 o'clock, even if it meant yeah. I strapped the baby to my body and I walked. <laughs> yes, fresh wow. air. Wow, what a difference. Yeah, fresh air, movement. I always thought, that, you know, plug your he headphones in, get some good music, or listen to a great podcast. And, um, yeah, it makes such a difference, doesn't it? And it kind of just takes, a bit, takes that awful time where you are kind of hanging on for a bit of help to arrive, um, makes it go a little bit quicker. Do you also ever do anything like while you're taking the kids to the park? Like, do you do like step-ups and, and try and weave exercise in for yourself when you're out in the Yeah, yeah. 
totally I guess it comes back to that whole mindset of you know something's better than nothing and ditching that all or nothing attitude I, if I'm with the kids then and there's like a park bench or something then I'll jump on and do like a couple of press-ups or a few lunges or if they're you know if they're happy playing then yeah why not grab those little bits of bits of time where the kids are happy and you can add in a little bit of exercise I'm all for that incidental yeah. it totally adds up and it all counts yeah yeah I completely understand because now I have a job where I sit a lot in my office I've really yep. noticed what a difference it is compared to when I go teaching for a day and I'm out with the kids and I'm doing duty yes. and I'm like doing yes. stuff like wow what a difference yes getting in that extra steps yeah totally so um what I would love to know is for people who are thinking you know what I'm feeling totally inspired Renee I need to get back on this exercise bandwagon um how are they going to find you to be able to connect with you and find out um how they can work with you yeah cool so our um the best way to find us is our website which is www.she-moves.co.nz and then you can find us on instagram she moves nz um, and feel free to reach out we'd love to hear from anyone that has any questions around returning to exercise or if they need a little bit of motivation we love hearing from from followers and kind of helping people on their on their direction in terms of getting back into things and getting feeling good again so do you have some kind of membership so that I, I could sign up to that and then um, I'm in like some kind of program? Is that how it works? Yeah, that's exactly how it works. So um, the we have a membership, it's $10 per month. Uh, and basically it's all set up inside a closed Facebook group. So you sign up, you get inside the group, and then you get access to myself and Gina and our team and all of the workouts that we do. So we do 12 live workouts a week, um, monthly nutrition sessions and weekly meditation as well. Cool. And have you got some kind of freebie for those people who are listening? Yeah, we actually do. I um, have a, uh, a document, uh, a downloadable that uh, covers the do's and don'ts of returning to exercise, which I think would be really helpful for those that are navigating that time. So I can flick you through that if you like. Fantastic. So if you're listening to this, what I'll do is I'll put this on the show notes. So if you go to lulu.co.nz, that's L-O-O-L-O-O.co.nz, and I will put um, the links to everything that Renee's talked about today, including that freebie. So you can get back onto the exercise journey and start feeling better and and really start to give back to yourself so that you can give out to your children. Thanks, Renee, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. It's been great to chat. And to anyone listening, um, you so deserve to do something for yourself. I love it. Was it just me or did that podcast fly by? Thank you so much for joining me. I've put all the links to what we discussed in today's episode in the show notes. And I've saved all our previous episodes of Parenting Chats with Laura on our website, lulu.co.nz. While you're there, sign up to get an alert for when our next podcast goes live so you don't miss a thing. Remember, you're a great parent and we're all in this together. Have a great day.